This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, from the 11th of December, your opportunity to visit the Community Gallery at Princess Street, uh, number 22, I think it is, to see the work of the Otago Woodturners Guild, maybe pick up uh, an item for yourself and someone else. We thought we'd take an opportunity to le- learn a little bit more about the Otago Woodturners Guild. President of the Guild, Jonathan Leichter, joins us on the line now. Morena, Jonathan, nice to have you with us. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Jonathan, when did uh, your connection with wood turning begin? Well, the Otago Woodturners Guild was established in 1983, and uh, my personal experience with it uh, has been for the past five or six years. Uh, it was an interest of mine, and because I was able to retire, uh, it gave me an opportunity to pursue that interest. That interest uh, developed to the point where I'm the president of the Guild now. Jonathan, perhaps we should um, get some understanding initially of what wood, wood tuning actually is, what you need in terms of equipment and so forth to be able to to produce the kind of works that we're talking about. Take us a little bit through that. Well, the Wood Tuning Guild, um, primarily but not exclusively, um, works with and teaches and um, executes projects that are made on a lathe. So all the pieces of wood that we're using are spinning on a lathe, and we have a variety of tools and instruments that help us turn them into bowls and platters and um, turned spindle furniture, candle holders, anything that is spinning on a lathe. What do you need to do this kind of work? Well, fortunately, you don't need anything. Uh, we have it all at the Otago Woodturners Guild. We have rooms in South Dunedin with 14 lathes, table saws, drill presses, all the tools and all the items that you would need to um, do wood turning. It would be quite a uh, big project to purchase all those things for yourself and to have room to store all those things and to make wood shavings in a mess outside of your house. So, um, yeah, the... Woodturners Guild, with our 50 members, has dedicated rooms, and in those rooms you can ply your craft. And if you don't have any experience, we have a six-week course that we run where we teach you the health and safety, the basics, and you actually make six projects over the course of six weeks. We provide all of the tools, all of the tuition, all of the wood, absolutely everything you need. For many people, um, they do it, and it's fine, and it was a little folly. Uh, But for other people, they get bitten by the wood-turning bug, like myself, and become very involved and make it part of their daily life. I suppose, Jonathan, there are some who might have come at this initially from a professional background, uh, professional wood-turners, but it does sound as though uh, this is really something for anybody who's got an interest uh, to give it a go. We have zero professional wood-turners. Everyone has um, given it a go from a variety of backgrounds. Personally, I'm a dentist and I was uh, a long-standing academic at the University of Otago 
faculty of dentistry, so Wood is a lot more cooperative than the patient. <laughs> well, I was going it's, to ask there quietly. Yeah, I was going to ask what drew you t- uh, to this, and um, what what satisfaction do you get from working in, with Wood in this way? Well, I was interested because I had collected turned bowls for many years. Just I appreciated the aesthetics and beauty of them, and I just thought, oh, I'll give it a go. It's as as a fun little six-week course, so I'll give it a try. Um, I really enjoyed it, and for me, it is a, a very satisfying, very hypnotic um, way to transform a piece of timber into something something beautiful and functional. Yes, functional indeed, because we are talking here about a huge range of uh, products that you can turn out. I mean, you mentioned bowls and plates and so forth, uh, children's toys and so forth. That's always got to be good in the lead up to to the gift giving season. And uh, those of us who, as younger ones, got uh, wooden toys as presents know that um, you know they 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 last well. They can be something that can be treasured. Absolutely, we have quite a few of our guild members that make toys. And uh, yes, those can be multi-generational, you know, gifts and, and treasures. Um, they're not like the pieces of plastic that fall apart, um, wood blocks, wood trains, wood toys, uh, wood rattles, a variety of things. They, they can last, yeah, longer than you and longer than me. And I imagine you can work in a range of woods as well. What, te- what do you tend to work with, uh, Jonathan, and why? Well, we work, as you said, in a variety of different uh, timbers. Um, why do we work in them? Um, it's just personal preference, uh, and it's also accessibility. People love to receive gifts and buy things that are made of New Zealand natives. Cowrie uh, and Rimu are two of the uh, prime woods that we use, and we're able to get them because buildings get torn down, and there are beautiful 100-year-old pieces of timber in those homes that we resurrect. Instead of them ending up in the wood burner, they're transformed into beautiful bowls, kitchenware, toys. Um, so accessibility is, is part of it. We're extremely fortunate um, during the redevelopment of George Street, the council has gifted us virtually all of the trees that were taken down as, uh, as a necessity for redoing the pipes and redoing the street and redoing the pavement. So all of the trees in front of farmers that entire block, all the trees in front of the Knox Church, in front of um, the Rob Roy Dairy, all the icons of Dunedin, uh, ended up in our yard, and we use those to turn as well. Well, that'll be something a little bit extra special for those who end up um, owning and welcoming pieces from those trees into their home, knowing there is a bit of history beside it. Yeah, it, it is piece of Dunedin. I'm also fortunate that I um, have a volunteer position. I've been working for five or so years with the curators at the Dunedin Botanic Gardens, and every once in a while, 
we will get a beautiful specimen from the Dunedin Botanic Garden that has come down in a windstorm or come down due to damage to the tree. So many of the pieces we have have a real local story, a local history, uh, pieces from the refurbished uh, children's wing at the Dunedin Hospital, the old Rob Roy uh, bar that's not there anymore, I don't think. Uh, the redevelopment of the exchange. So, yeah, there, there's a story in the piece of timber as well as the product that's there. I think they're quite special. And so the Otago Wood Turners Guild invites us all to come along to the community gallery in Princess Street from the 11th of December through until Christmas Eve. Um, what will we find there, Jonathan? Well, we have approximately 50 members. And this year, 25, half the members or so, uh, will be displaying their wares. We typically have about 2,000 pieces that are on display and for sale. Uh, Anything from toys to bowls, from highly functional kitchen pieces to art pieces, really runs the gamut. Price ranges from small little gifts of Five and ten dollars to, you know, quite monumental pieces that, you know, command command a higher price. Let's say uh, it's a show where you can come and look, but you can buy, and those purchases uh, support the guild. That's how we make our uh, funding. That's how we pay our rates. That's how we pay for our building. But also we have a social uh, aspect to it as well. So over the past few years, we have donated about, I'm trying to remember, about $4,000. Excuse me. We've donated $4,000 to Otago Rescue Helicopter, Otago Branch of the Heart Association, Otago Community Hospice, Dunedin Night Shelter, SPCA. So we take a percentage of our sales. Uh, and we give back to the community as well. So it's a full circle. We get the timber from Dunedin. We make the timber into beautiful projects. We teach people how to do wood turning. We sell the products and pieces to fund the club, and we use those funds also to support our local Dunedin community. No doubt also an opportunity while visiting the community gallery to speak with members of the Guild to find out a little bit more about wood turning and perhaps um, an opportunity to to start the relationship with wood turning yourself. Absolutely. The members are very willing to talk about their experiences and how you can get involved in wood turning if it tickles your fancy. Well, that's from the 11th of December. The hours will be Monday to Friday from 9 till 5.30 and on Saturday and Sundays from 10 till 4. Um, those of us uh, who pass the community gallery often will have seen Otago Woodturners Guild working there in the past. I'm sure we look forward to it again. Uh, Jonathan, I'd like to thank you so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM to talk about the Guild. Um, great to hear about all the work you're doing and the opportunities there are, not only to view the works and buy the works, but to perhaps participate oneself. Um, go well. Thank you very much. We look forward to seeing everybody there. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.